Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah, sure, old time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmied, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins hit the ice in preseason action and more on the Jack Eichel saga. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, the Bruins got off to a pretty good start last night against the Washington Capitals. They ended up with a 3-2 shootout win over the Caps. Now, Jake DeBrusque actually found his game last night. He came through with um, with a goal in the first period, including this shootout winner. So hopefully this is a good sign for, Jacob, for Jake DeBrusque. Now, you know, a lot of you are probably saying, oh, it's only one game. You know, he still has, you know, the rest of the preseason. He still has the rest of the regular season, too. But you know what? It's good for him to get off to a good start like this. You know, and to be honest, you know, I'm glad the kid is still here. You know, I know probably, I know a couple past episodes, I've actually said, you know what, the kid should go and everything else. But I honestly think that this could be, a this is a make or break season for him. And right now he got off to a pretty decent start. So, you know, I know it's only one game, but still, you know, at least he at least he got on the score sheet. You know, it depend you know, it depends on how, how many more preseason games he's gonna play. Is he gonna play in all the preseason games? I doubt it. Now, last night's roster wasn't you last night's roster wasn't even wasn't even what we're gonna probably what we're gonna end up seeing on opening night. You know, we had guy. I mean, Nick Foligno was in there. John Moore was there. You know, Jesper Froden was in there. You know, also Fabian Lysel, Lysel was in there. You know, uh, Jacob Blauko was also there, you know, playing and Oscar Steen. So you didn't have Marshawn. You didn't have Bergeron. You didn't have Pasternak. You didn't have a lot of the guys who are going to be regulars in the lineup. This is this was mostly guys who are going to be skating down in Providence. So it's it's good thing that Cassidy p- put together this lineup, you know, in this very first game, so he can get a look at, you know, who he wants to add, you know, in the next couple of in the next couple of preseason games. But I would like to see Jake the Jake DeBrusque be in a couple more preseason games, and mainly I'd like to see him playing with who he's going to end up playing with. Now, last night he was playing on a line with. Um, I believe it was Felino. Uh yeah, he was playing with um he was playing with uh Felino and he was also playing with Hola or Hola Hola uh the the newer the newer guy. I'll I'll get these names straight at some point. But they, that's who he's been skating with in camp. So who knows, maybe that might end up being a line at some point in the season uh if Charlie Coyle doesn't come back, you know, if Charlie Coyle's out of the lineup. So who knows what's going to happen, but you know, we're still we're still wondering what that number, you know, what the center situation is going to be uh, for lines two and three. My guess is that 
you know, probably, you know, Charlie Coyle might be back on that third line. So who knows what's going to happen. But, you know, it's a good chance to see what, you know, the preseason games, you know, are to like play with a little bit of chemistry. And so far, the three guys, these three guys have had some decent chemistry. So Hola and um, DeBrusque and Felino, you know, maybe that's going to be your permanent third line. Depending on, you know, if Charlie Coyle is on the second line and, you know, what do they do with Jack Stanika? Now, Jack Stanika has actually put on some, uh, has put on some muscle. And as of right now, he's been skating with Hall and Smith. So in training camp. So that's going to be, that's going to be a possible line. I mean, I, I would rather see that as the second line than have Charlie Coyle in there. I'd rather see Charlie Coyle on the, on the third line with Felino and DeBrusque. All right. That's the way I, that's the way I, I would do it. You know, I wouldn't play, I wouldn't play around, you know, instead of, you know, we don't know who's going to be that second liner, you know, that second line center, you might as well just put Jack Stanika in that, in that position and call it a day unless, you know, his numbers are really horrible. Now, John Moore made a made an was apparently he's still on the team. I didn't realize that John Moore was still here. So it, he was um he he played last night. Uh, like I said, Fabian Lysol Lysel Lysol Lysel actually played last night too. We actually saw guys like Connor Clifton, uh, Vakaninen, Zaboro, and Brady Lyle on the back end. And chances are Vakan with you might you, we might end up seeing Vakanine and Zaboral and Lyle, you know, back in Providence. So basically, this was mainly a Providence uh, a, a Providence Bruins game, if you think about it. You know, with the with the exception of Felino and you know maybe Felino and you know DeBrusque, you know, you might you might that the rest of it was all, you know was all the Providence Bruins. Now, first Bruins first round pick Fabian Lysel, you know, had his professional of course he had his professional debut. He didn't find the score sheet though, but um, you know, his speed, you know, and his skill were were on display last night. You know, he, he had three shots and he and he got f- almost 15 minutes of ice time, ice time. So, that's that's going to be that's going to be a key. But don't look for him to be in Providence. He's going to be playing for the Vancouver Giants in the WHL. And I'm actually going to tune in, try to try to tune in and catch some of his highlights. And one of the, one of the things I want to do on the podcast is, you know, maybe like one once a week, you know, maybe like every now and then we'll do a Lysel, um, we'll do a Lysel update or something like that. But, you know. You know, it's only preseason, so I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't, you know, yes, they won. DeBrusque had a great game, but you know what? They, I don't know. You really can't say much in the first preseason game, but after seeing what DeBrusque, you know, after, you know, what the, after the game DeBrusque had last night, I would actually have to say that maybe, maybe he's going to have a pretty good year, you know? The thing is, he's got to be. He's got to have the right line mate, and he can't. And, and here's the other thing: the reason why 
another reason why you want to stick with the line the lines is that you want you want consistency, you want that line chemistry. And right now the line chem well right now there's no line right now the line chemistry is with DeBrusque, Hola and um and Felina. So, I don't know what's going to happen with Charlie Coyle once he's comes back. Now, Jeremy Swayman uh, he would he got the start between the pipes last night. He looked pretty good, stopping 18 of 19 shots. And, you know, the thing is, yes, he stopped 18 and 19 shots, but you know what? Like I said, it's only the first preseason game. You know, let me know how Jeremy Swayman is doing before or right around Thanksgiving. Okay? You know, the that tandem, we're that tandem right now, if Jeremy Swayman goes out and has an outstanding record. Let's just say, I'm going to throw it out there. Let's just say by Thanksgiving, he's like, I don't know. I'm going to say 10-0. and 0. Then you can start talking about maybe Tuca not being, no longer being on the club. But if Jeremy Swayman is 0-10, don't tell me that Jeremy, that you guys, you know, you guys, you know, just still don't want Tuca. Same thing with Omar, you know, Linus Olmark. Allmark, you know, could be, could have a bad record, you know, could be, you know, 0 and 10 too. You know, I'm just throwing numbers out there, but could be 0 and 10. And still, you guys would probably, you know, say Rast still sucks. Well, what about, the, you know what? It's going to cut the playoffs, the Bruins making the playoffs or that wild card spot is going to come down to those two guys. That's what it's going to come down to. And then around January, when Rast comes back, he's going to probably. Be a savior. So who knows what's going to happen with that situation? But Swayman got off to a pretty pretty decent start last night. You know we're we're going to probably see Allmark tomorrow night against the Rangers. Um, still don't know what the what the Bruins you know lineup is going to be for tomorrow night against the against the Rangers. Chances are you might see might see another Providence Bruins game you know team again. You know Allmark will probably get the start tomorrow night so it's going to be a wait and see I wouldn't count on I wouldn't count on you know somebody like Marshawn or Bergeron or Pasternak being in the lineup just yet maybe later maybe in the next preseason game after the Rangers so who who knows what's you know what Cassidy has but usually usually the first couple of games are going to be you know some of your guys that are trying to make the roster like Stephen Fogarty um you know, Troy Groshnik, who's another goaltender, you know. So who knows who's what's going to happen with that. But, you know, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what what he could possibly, what Jake DeBrusque is going to do this for this upcoming season. Because... The thing is, he had an yes, he had an off season last year. Last year, everybody had an had a you know an off season. But I'm thinking that maybe Jake De, Jake DeBrusque has a decent season. As long as you don't flip flop center, you know the you know flip flop the centers, make a decision on who your number two center is going to be. I prefer. I would say you know go with Jack Tanika. All right, and and have Charlie Coyle center that third. I have no clue on you know Eric Eric Hola Hola. 
you know, have no clue, for, have no clue about him. But I have no idea, no idea what what possibly, you know, what the lines could be. Now, speak, I, you know, speaking of Hola, he's a left. I mean, he's a left winger. He's not. He's not a center. He's a left winger. But he centered. He centered the line of uh, DeBrusque and uh, with DeBrusque and Felino. Now he, you know, in career in 456 career games, he had 90. He has 94 goals, 102 assists, and 196 points. Now last year during the regular season, he played in 51 games, nine goals, 12 assists, 21 points. But here's the thing: you really can't do any. You know. It was a shortened season last year. If it was a regular 82-game season, would this guy have had 15 or 20? Possibly. But with the Nashville Predators, he's, um, you know, he he's had a decent, he's had a decent career. Um, he was picked uh, in the 2009 uh, draft, seventh round by Minnesota. So, you know, it's... I don't know. It's it's kind of tough when you when you see somebody. I mean, here's the thing. He's not a. I mean, even like even here, he's not. A, he's a left winger. He's not even a center. So I don't know why he was playing center last night. But still, um, you know, he got he actually got on the board last night with a goal. So who knows what who knows what um, what Cassidy has um, in store for 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 him? You know, when the season starts, is he going to be a healthy scratch? I don't know. Is he going to be a, um, you know, is is he going to be, how often is he going to be a healthy scratch? So it's going to be interesting to see how those, li- what happens as far as the lines go. You know, we all know that the third, that the fourth line is probably going to be Trent Frederick, Lazar, and geez, I don't probably Chris Wagner. You know, you might see Chris Wagner down there with, um, with, um, you know, Fred, Trent Frederick and, and Lazar. So who knows? That might be your fourth line. Your third line, your third line will probably be, you know, DeBrusque, Coyle, and, and Felino. Your th- your second line is going to be Taylor Hall, um, Jack Stanika, Smith, and then, your and of course, your number one line. Let's just hope this season that number that they're not depending on that number one line. Because if they're depending on that number one line, the Bruins are in trouble. So they really got to find some secondary scoring, and I think that they could find some secondary scoring with with um, you know with with Hall and Stanika and all those guys. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how how everything pans out here in the preseason, but. Like I said, they got off to a pretty decent start last night. DeBrusque got on the board. So maybe, just maybe, maybe, you know, he'll have a rebound season and everybody will shut up about trading Jake DeBrusque not being here. So it all depends on who his center, you know, who his center might be. Now, speaking of centers, Jack Eichel. Yes, Jack Eichel is no longer the captain of the Buffalo Sabres. On Thursday, Jack Eichel failed his physical at training camp because of hernia because of a herniated disc in his neck and was placed on injured reserve and the Sabres took a, took away his it took away his C. 
I mean, was it right for them to take away his C because he failed a physical? No. But still, the guy the guy hasn't really done anything for Buffalo. What has he done with them? I mean, he's been the captain of the Buffalo Sabres since 2018. And, you know, one year, one year, this was like one year after he signed a, a big, huge contract. Now, he's been subject to trade rumors because of his disagreement with the Sabres and and, and how, how he's treating his neck, neck injury. I mean, the neck injury kept him out the final couple of games of the se- last season. So, who knows what's going on with that one. I mean, they're better off just taking... I mean, here's the thing. They're wanting, they're wanting a lot. The Buffalo Sabres want a lot of, uh, want a lot in return. I mean, I've, I've heard, I've heard things where, you know, oh, the Bruins want to make a deal, but they want prospects and picks and a roster player. And that roster player is probably, would probably be a Pasternak or a McAvoy. I mean, I've heard, I've heard things about, you know, other teams, you know, they want they want too much for Jack Eichel. Now Jack Eichel, who has an injury, why would you why would you know why would you want to like give up half your ro- you know a roster a big time roster player for a guy with a with a basically a neck injury? I mean, Eichel Eichel has um you know. Maybe we'll probably end up getting a replacement, you know, end up getting surgery for the disc in his neck. But, you know, a lot of the doctors with with Eichel aren't comfortable and, you know, giving him a certain procedure. I guess the procedure is an artificial disc in his neck. And I guess the doctors aren't really keen on doing that, on doing that, um, of that surgery. I mean, you know, he needs neck surgery, and yet you guys, you know, all right, the whole thing comes down to Jack Eichel and his neck. Neck surgery, you know, Eichel wants to get surgery done, a certain type of surgery, and the Buffalo Sabres aren't doing it, all right? Basically, he wants, Eichel wants some type of artificial disc in his, in his, in his neck, and that's that's the kind of surgery he wants, but the but the Buffalo Sabers want to give a would want to give him a fusion. Well, guess what? <laughs> Who's going to win out here? So that's the whole that's the that's the whole thing here, folks. It's whether or not a certain surgery is okay for. I mean, here's here's the thing. If Jack Eichel wants this certain surgery for an artificial disc replacement in his neck, then let him do it. Okay? Don't let, you know, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be the Buffalo Sabres decision. The Sabres, you know, want to just, want to just, you know, are predict, are, are saying what procedure they want done. You know, it's kind of stupid. It's his body, you know, it's his career. It's it, it. You know why are they dictating this? So who knows what's going to go on this with this? I mean this this story is this is going to be the story of the season. I mean, is Jack Eichel going to play this season? Probably not. 
And if you're a team out there that's still that's still looking into possibly making a trade for him, you got to be dumb. You got to be really dumb if you're gonna go if you're gonna go and do this. You know, if you're gonna take a chance on him. All right. I mean, if if Jack Eichel was healthy, he's a franchise player, but he's not healthy. So why do you want to take the chance? And you know, take the chance and you know, give up players and stuff for an injured player. Not it's not worth it. So this saga is going to go on. It's going to go on for for the whole season. All right. You might as if you're a Buffalo Sabres fan, you might as well just say, you know what? Let's pat. You know what? Forget about this season. You know, let's just forget about Jack Eichel. We might as well just, you know, he's not going to be, he's not going to be part of the, he's not going to be part of the puzzle, you know, part of the team. You might as well start thinking about rebuilding, trying to rebuild again around another player. Okay. You know, move forward from Jack Eichel. All right. You know, maybe, maybe make a trade, just get him off your roster. You know, trade Jack Eichel for a couple of like for a first round, for a couple of first round picks. Not for a roster player, not for anything, all right, except for a couple of first-round picks. You know, first-round pick, you know, maybe like three first-rounders, you know, in, you know, 22, 20, 23, and 24. That'll at least get you something, all right? That'll get you at least, you know, two first, you'd at least have two first-round picks in three years straight because that's what you'll have. You know, we know the Buffalo Sabres are probably going to finish dead last in the league. They're going to get maybe a top five pick. Maybe you trade, you know, maybe you make a trade with a team that sucks like you and you can get another, you know, top 10 pick. So who knows what's going on with that one? But it's all based on, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, the whole thing about Jack Eichel is like, you know, trade him out. You know, that's the whole thing. But the whole thing comes down to his his surgeries. This neck surgery that they can't agree on. You know, at first when I, last year and over the summer, I thought it was just a Jack Eichel, like an attitude problem. I didn't realize that it was an injury problem. So why would you go and trade? I mean, here's the the thing. Why would the Bruins want to go and trade a guy for a guy who's injured, who's got problem, who's got neck issues? Who wants to, you know, and, you know, can't agree on, you know, he can't agree on what kind of surgery he's going to get. Will he ever be, I mean, here's the other thing. Will he ever be the same player if he gets one surgery or the other? So if he goes out and gets this, you know, replacement disc surgery, you know, will it, would he, would he still be the same player as if he got the fusion? Who knows? Who knows what what's hap- what's going to happen with that situation? But to be honest, I think that the Bru- the, the Bruins, you know, I keep hearing hearing Bruins fans saying, "Bring in Jack Eichel to center that second line." Bring in Jack Eichel. Do you really want to bring in Jack Eichel right now? No. He's he's failed his he's failed his physical. He needs surgery. People can't decide on what surgery, you know, what surgery is best for him. Well, he knows what's best for him. 
But still, will he be the same player? And I got to be honest, I'm not that impressed. I wasn't that impressed with him when he was playing in college. I don't know what the big hype was with him. I mean, basically, you know, why the hype with this guy? I mean, I'd rather go. I mean, right now. I'd rather have Jack Stanika as my second line center instead of Jack Eichel. I'd rather have that or even 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 Charlie Coyle at my center, at my center position instead of Jack Eichel. I mean to be honest to waste to waste a roster spot, prospect a roster player, prospects, maybe some picks on a guy who probably won't play won't play again in the NHL. No, it's not worth it. But you're going to get some team that's going to be stupid and going to say, oh, we need Jack Eichel. We need, you don't need Jack. The team that actually makes a deal for this guy, I mean, unless it's like first round, the only thing I would do is like give away first round picks. You want Jack Eichel? No roster player. Maybe a couple picks. Maybe three first round picks. I mean, if you're the Bruins giving away three first round picks in a row, isn't that big a deal? Because hey, take a look at you know, take a look at DeBrusque, Zach Senishin. All right, they haven't really done much. Well, Jake, hopefully Jake DeBrusque does does something does something di- diff uh, does something this season. So who knows what's going to happen with that one? But if you're the Bruins, don't take the gamble on Jack Eichel. If if you're any team, don't take the, you know, giving up giving up picks seems seems I'm fine. I would be fine with that. It's giving up you know a pros you know giving up a prospect you know in in juniors or over in Europe or even even a even down in Providence and then a roster player to begin with for Jack Eichel. No thank you. I would say no thank you. Just stick with what we got. Stick with what we got and, you know, go from there. I mean, we've, I, this team, this, let's, this team is not going to be a top three team in the division. All right. They're going to be fighting for that wild card. And it's going to be because, and, and I'll be honest with you, it's going to be because of the goal. It's going to be the lack of goal scoring. One. And the other thing is, it's going to be no Tuca. Until, until Tuca comes back. I don't think that this team is going to do very well. Yeah, Swayman, Swayman, Swayman's good, but is he an elite? He will he ever be that elite goaltender? We don't know yet. He's still young. He only played one season, and yet, you know, after last night's performance, everybody is talking about trading Tuka Rask. Now, Tuka is not even under contract, so I don't even want to hear about any any, you know. I don't want to hear about any, you know, about trading Tuca or anything until he's signed and he's back in Boston. All right. But right now, you know, Jeremy Swayman goes out and wins a preseason game and everybody thinks that he's like the next elite goaltender in Boston. Well, he's not. All right. It's a wait and see process. He's only got one game. He's only got, you know, one season under his belt. Let him let him play out and see what happens. Okay, because I don't, I honestly don't see this. I honestly see him 
and Allmark having a lousy, you know, a lousy first half. All right. And it's not going to be because of them. It's going to be because of the, the, the defense, the defense and the lack of scoring. And, and the lack of scoring is going to be only that first line. And to get that second line going, they need that center. And to be honest, that center, that second line center is going to should be Jack Stanika. Charlie Coyle is not a number two guy. I mean, neither is Jack Stanika, but listen, you give the guy, give the kid a chance. He may prove, he may prove you wrong. He might be the, you know, he might be another uh, David Krejci. And don't get me started on David Krejci as, you know, you know, Hall signs and then Krejci bails. Yeah, that's, you know, where's, where's the negativity? Where is the, all the negativity on Jer- on um, Krejci for, for leaving, you know, for leaving on his team, going over to Europe or Czech, the Czech Republic. When he's got a decent line, for the first time in years, he's had a decent line mate. So I don't want to hear all the all the crap about him, you know, you know, giving up on his team. And then the same way, all of, all those fans said that Tuca gave up on his team back last summer in the bubble. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it because, you know, Krejci bailed. Here he had another he a capable a capable winger to play on his line. You know, somebody he was going to get some good chemistry with, and he bailed. So he bailed to be on, you know, where's all the hate for him? You know, he quit on his team. He went and re-signed somewhere else. You know, where's that? Okay? I'm just, you know, tired of it. But we're going to have to wait and see what happens. You know, it's only the first preseason game. You know, Tomorrow night they play the Rangers. I believe Igor Shesterkin will play in goal for the Rangers. I don't know who's going to be playing in goal for the Bruins, but I have a feeling it'll be Olmark. I don't see I don't see Swayman playing another game, you know, this week or, or at least playing two back to back games. But who knows what um, Cassidy has up his sleeve? So we'll just have to wait and see what happens with the um, with the Bruins, you know, and the preseason. Um, you know, maybe maybe by by next Monday we have um. You know, we have some we have an idea what what the team is going to look like, and what you know what the lines what kind of line combinations are going to be. But as far but like I said, you know, give Jack Stanika a, a chance on that second line, and put Charlie Coyle on the third Lazar down there on your four you know on your fourth line, and and see how it goes. Because. This team, this, this team has, you know, has the talent. They have talent. It's, it's, you know, the talent up front. It's just a matter of getting the puck in the net. And I have a feeling you stick Jake, uh, Jake DeBrusque with the right guy, Charlie Coyle. Maybe he'll have a pretty decent season. You know, maybe he'll, he'll get you close almost. I mean, I will be in, I will be in shock. If he score, if he scores fifteen, if he has fifteen to twenty goals this season, then then last season was just you know was just a fluke for 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 DeBrusque. 
I'm not going to say he's going to have an outstanding, you know, you know, 40, 40, 50 goal season like like Pasternak has had, but at least he'll put up some. He'll at least put up some numbers. I mean, it would be nice if a lot of the players actually forward, a lot of the forwards put up those numbers. You know, it'd be nice to see, you know, Taylor Hall put in like 25, 30, you know, um, you know, DeBrusque put in 15 to 20, you know, uh, Jackson, Jack maybe put in 10, you know, 10 to 15 with like, maybe like 30 assists or something. You know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying put up like Wayne Gretzky type numbers from these guys, but still, you know, you want to see guys contribute. Now the third line. You know, third liners usually don't score, aren't goal scorers that much. They're mostly some of your mid, you know, two-way players and stuff. But I have a feeling that uh, DeBrusque is, it's, it's a wake-up call. And with this wake-up call, maybe maybe he's going to get 15 to 20 goals. If he has the right, center, if he has the right centerman. Because I have a feeling he's going to play well with Felino. Felino is going to be, probably going to be going to be a blessing for this kid. But it's just a wait and see. It's still the preseason. And it it's going to be interesting to see what kind of line combinations um, Bruce Cassidy uses for, um, you know, the rest of the preseason. I mean, are we going to see, you know, are we going to see, um, you know, Jack Stanika playing on the, playing on a, playing on the first line with, you know, Marshawn and Pasternak? Possibly. You know, you might you might see him, you know, juggling the lines a little bit. And that's kind of what happens during the regular season. You got to juggle lines to get players going. But I have a feeling that Charlie Coyle is a perfect fit for DeBrusque on that third line. And you put Stanika right there on on the on the second line and you give it a try for for a few games, especially the preseason. Give the preseason, you know, let them and not only preseason, but in training camp, you know, have those guys skate together at war, you know, have all those guys skate together at warrior, get some team chemistry out there. And the one thing I'm, I'm really happy to see in the new season is none of this, you know, David North division, you know, East division, you know, we're back playing regular hockey where teams are going to go out on long road trips, team chemistry, is the key guys are going to be with each other. So that's, that's another key. And that's the other thing that might just help uh, DeBrusque get out of his funk from last year. And that is, you know, spending more time with his plus spending more time with his, with his teammates. So it's going to be interesting. If it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.